Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. I'm slowly on the men vocally. Though there's still a lot of growliness and stuff like that. So thank you so much for bearing with me. <clears throat> the various grunts and clearings and all that kind of stuff. Whoo, it's that time of year, right? <clears throat> so we are examining the letter that James wrote. And he's writing to a group of people. Remember the whole context of this thing, okay? We're in the first chapter. From the very beginning, he says, hey, I'm writing to those of y'all of the 12 tribes who've been dispersed. There have been some problems that have been going on. They had literally been scattered from their homes. And he told them to count it all joy. Count it joy when they encountered various trials. Why? Because knowing that the testing of your faith produces endurance, and this endurance will bring forth maturity and completeness. Uh, it's the testing of their faith, okay, not the testing of the fruit of their sin. Okay, And he says that everyone is to, uh, <clears throat> if you lack wisdom, to seek the wisdom of God. But you must ask in faith without doubting. And if anyone does so, if they doubt, then you're just a double-minded man. And he kept encouraging them, you know, uh, to persevere. He said, blessed is the man that uh, perseveres. But realize this, that God is not the one tempting you to do evil. God cannot tempt to do evil. God does test, but he does not tempt. And he says, do not be deceived by this. Every good thing comes from the Father. Remember that? Every perfect gift comes from the Father above. <clears throat> So let me pick it up here. We left off the last time. Uh, uh, verse 19 is a good place. <clears throat> this you know, my beloved brethren, but everyone must be quick to hear, slow to speak, and slow to anger. For the anger of man does not achieve the righteousness of God. Whew, that's sort of a loaded one right there. And we spoke some about that in the last episode. But do continue to reflect upon this because we have a tendency to do the opposite. We have a tendency to be real quick to speak, even quicker to be angry of something, and rather slow to uh, hear. <clears throat> but he's calling us to do just the opposite, to be quick to hear and slow to speak and slow to anger. Why? For the anger of man does not achieve the righteousness of God. Again, there can there's a righteous anger, the anger of God that will be expressed through us, right? But not the anger of man, not in flesh, not in soulishness, not even the anger of man that is motivated by the righteous anger of God. No, it cannot be of the flesh in any form or fashion. So he tells us to do this, verse 21. Therefore, putting aside all filthiness and all that remains of wickedness, in humility, receive the word implanted, which is able to save your soul. So he continues to tell them to uh, set aside things, <clears throat> set aside filthiness of the world, set aside whatever arena of wickedness is still within you. Okay, And a lot of times that is very much like the peeling back of an onion. <clears throat> you know, we think that we have set aside everything, and we have to what we see and what we understand. But the Lord will reveal to us. He'll put his loving finger on something. You realize, oh, wait a minute. This right here is not pretty either. <clears throat> this is rather a filthy thing. So set that aside. And then in humility, in humility, receive the logos, 
Okay, the word uh, can mean a statement, can mean a speech, that kind of thing. But it's really speaking of the things that are spoken of God. And it, uh, it means intelligence. Receive this, okay? Receive it implanted, implanted. In other words, it's innate within you. It's a word that's in there. And one translator says it's engrafted within you. And it's something that it's like a seed is germinated and it will uh, spring up and it will produce. And he says, so receive this word. It's going to bring forth fruit, which is able to save your soul. In other words, the word that you believed in, it will save you. So receive it. Okay, Verse 22. But so you have, therefore, in verse 21, in light of all this kind of stuff. But then he says, but prove yourselves doers of the word and not merely hearers who delude themselves. And as you note, there are uh, several verses through here that are familiar to us, uh, verses that are sort of quoted here and quoted there. But it's pretty rare when folks know the entire context of what's going on. So remember what he said, everyone be quick to hear, slow to speak, slow to anger. The anger of man doesn't accomplish the righteousness of God. You set aside that filthiness and the wickedness. And in humility, receive the word. Okay, That word is implanted, that is able to save your souls. And prove yourself a doer of the word, not merely hearers who delude themselves. <clears throat> okay, So there are many, many folks that have heard the word, but they're deluded. How are they deluded? Because they're not a doer of the word. So what is this talking about? Well, it's talking about several things. There's a lot of people who believe that they are saved and will, who, who will say that they are saved, will say that they're in right relationship with God, but they're not truly saved because they're not doers of the Word. They haven't done what the Word tells us to do. Now, I'm not talking about being at church every time the doors open, you know, at the church building, all that kind of stuff. No, I'm not talking about religious activity. I'm talking about the foundational understandings and doctrines of the faith. They have not repented. They have not confessed. They have not been baptized after repenting and confessing and called upon the name of the Lord. They will say, oh, yeah, well, I was baptized as a child. My denomination says that the Lord imparted his grace to me, so therefore I have his grace, and I, and I live under that, and I believe that, so therefore I'm saved. It's not true. That is just not true. I'm sorry. People will say, well, yeah, it is. No, it isn't. It's not what the Scripture says. Okay? I appreciate the family that does that and wants to raise up their children. I appreciate the church that says, yes, we will be there. We're going to raise them. But even folks who say they believe that will sit there and acknowledge, well, there's a time when you're an adult where you really have to truly believe, where you really have to truly uh, embrace that which God has graced to you already. Now, that's, that's religious cycle babble, okay? And you just need to see what the Scripture says. You, as an individual, you repent, you confess. You can't be something that's superimposed by somebody upon you. And there's a lot that haven't done that. And because of that, they say, well, I've been a member of my church for decades. <clears throat> you know, I've been doing all this great stuff. And you know what? They do great works. They do great things. But they are not the doer of the word because they have not done what the word says to do. Let me read it again. Verse 22, but prove yourselves doers of the word and not merely hearers who delude themselves. They're deluding themselves because they refuse. 
They refuse to hear and they refuse to do what the word says. Now, they do what the church policy manual says. They do what the religious hierarchy says to do. Man, they're all locked into that. You know, that's great. That's wonderful. But they're deluding themselves. Then it also continues this thing where people have said, they'll say, well, yeah, I have called upon the Lord. I have done all that thing. But then when you look at their lives, it doesn't look any different from the way they were before. It doesn't look any different than what the world is. They're deluding themselves. There will be transformation, and it will be transformation that is ongoing. Is there perfection in action and deed? No, it's not talking about that. We are perfect before the Lord when we're truly saved, positionally, but not in action and deed because we rebel sometimes. What it's saying this is, and the Scripture tells us this, that we will know them by their fruit. And so if you don't see fruit of the Spirit, if you don't see the fruit of holiness and righteousness being made manifested and the various deeds that you see associated with those, because there are deeds, but the deeds come out of holiness and out of righteousness. We don't do the deeds to attain holiness and righteousness. If we do not see those deeds, then we can sit there and tell somebody, you need to examine yourself to see if you be of the faith. Tell you what, folks, there's a lot of people who sit in churches and go on a weekly basis who are in trouble. They have never heard the true gospel. They don't hear the gospel now. They hear religious babblings, okay? And they are on the wrong path. We need to warn them the gospel needs to be preached. The word needs to be taught. Again, I'm Dale. Thank you so much for your time. I'll see you next time.